Hi, and welcome to episode 74 of the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Donna Cleveland, editor-in-chief at iPhone Life. I'm David Averbach, CEO and publisher of iPhone Life. I'm Connor Carey, feature web writer at iPhone Life. And I'm Sarah Kingsbury, senior web editor at iPhone Life. We have a special episode for you today. We're in Las Vegas at the Consumer Electronics Show for 2018. So excuse the sound quality because we're all huddled around one mic here in the hotel. And um, I think this is our first four-person podcast it ever. Is. Oh, nice. <laughs> so the combination of not having ideal sound uh, equipment and having four people, uh, we're going to wing it. Hopefully it sounds okay, but we're really excited because we got an awesome show for you. We do, yeah. We want to tell you about our overall impressions of the show and then also share with you the award winners that we've picked out. So we've been you know, scouring the show floors to find the coolest products for iPhone and iPad users, so all of you guys, and want to tell you what you should know about and what you might want to be buying soon. Some of them are available, some will be in the first or second quarter of the year. So before we get into the episode though, we want to talk to you about our sponsor. Uh, we have two sponsors this episode, but our first one is Matthias with their Wired keyboard. Yeah, so we actually, one of the fun things at CES is we get the opportunity to meet with our sponsors and talk to them and see what's new. So we actually got to meet with Matthias and we got to see their new keyboards. And Matthias is one of my favorite uh, companies because they focus on one thing and they're perfectionists about it. Yeah. And so what they focus on is keyboards and they're great at keyboards. Mm -hmm. And that's something that everybody, obviously, who has a computer needs a keyboard. And you'd be amazed at the difference between a high quality keyboard and a low quality keyboard. So the, this keyboard is a wired keyboard. So what happened was Apple used to produce this keyboard that right. it was a USB connection. <laughs> you could plug it into the back of your keyboard. Uh, it was kind of Computer. the, thank you. Keyboards don't plug into keyboards. <laughs> really important. <laughs> uh, and they discontinued creating it. So Matthias has created a worthy successor for this product. Definitely. It looks and feels like an Apple product. It's more affordable than Apple's keyboards are. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a very high quality keyboard. Matthias is obsessed with keyboards. Mm -hmm. So uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, it, it, there's you know there's kind of two types of people if you travel a lot Bluetooth keyboards are great right. and Matthias makes a really great Bluetooth keyboard as well but if this is something if you have a computer at home that you want to plug a keyboard into being able to plug it in is nice because then you don't have to wor worry about connectivity charging or battery yeah, yeah. and also uh, one thing I always recommend is having a keyboard that has a numeric keypad. Nice. It's so convenient, and Matthias's does. So make sure you check it out. We'll have a link in the show notes. Uh, so go to iphonelife.com slash podcast. And a few of us use Matthias keyboards at the office, so we really have had a chance to vet them for ourselves and yeah. our big fans. So I, I throw have, that out there. Yeah, I have the Bluetooth keyboard plugged into my computer at, well, not plugged in, but connected to my computer at the office. And I love it because the battery lasts for a year. Yes, I, I also use their Bluetooth keyboard and I love it. Yeah, exactly. So we, we, love, we love the products that we promote to you guys. Next up, we wanna tell you about our overall impressions of CES. So most of the time we've been spending uh, in the halls that have iPhone and iPad products. But we also have had a chance to look around a little bit more to see some of the bigger trends that we thought you guys might be interested in. So I think David wanted to start yeah, us Yeah, well, I think, I think real quick, it's important because we're so steeped in yeah. the tech world that CES is just a really big deal to us. But if mm. you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, let, let's explain what, what CES is first, and then we'll Good give call. our general trends. So CES stands for Consumer Electronics Show. It's the biggest tech show in the world, and someone was telling me yesterday that it might be the biggest show in the world. It's definitely wow. up there. There are more than 200,000 people here this Yeah, year. <laughs> so Nuts. it's mayhem. I mean, it takes up literally the entirety of Las Vegas. The yeah. entire, all the convention centers are taken up, and there's so many people here with consumer electronics products. And so what we do is we come every year and we scour the entire of Las Vegas to find the coolest products that are coming out uh, in 2018. Because what people do is they come here and they release new products. 
Uh, so is that a good overview? Did I miss anything? Yeah, no, yeah. I think that was good. I mean, you didn't mention how horrible the traffic is. Oh my <laughs> God, it's horrible. Well, imagine 200,000 people packed into, for the most part, one building, the Las Vegas Convention exactly. Center, and yeah. it's mayhem. Yeah, and there was a big blackout yesterday, too. The uh, power went out in a big part of the convention center, yeah. so that was interesting. Yeah. That, and also it rained the first day, which it Las never Vegas rains never rains, and so apparently the Las Vegas Vegas Convention Center decided that they didn't need roofs that like prevented rain from getting in. <laughs> so it was like raining into <laughs> yeah. the central hall. <laughs> and, and Google had a massive booth uh, outside, and they didn't make it rainproof, so they had to shut it down. Oh, no. uh, so it's it's been it's been an adventure here, but we went through it so that we could sit here and tell you guys about the coolest products. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so. Uh, I'm going to start. We're just going to go around and share our overall impressions of the show and then get into our award winners. Um, what I look for every year is kind of what are the trends in the industry? And people come here not just with products they're releasing for 2018, but they come here with kind of showcase pieces, things that may be not coming out in 2018 but are coming out sometime soon. And so you get a feel for where is the industry going. Uh, and so my first big takeaway is Alexa is taking over the world. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every product was an Alexa product. And if you don't know, Alexa is Amazon's... Uh, personal assistant. Personal assistant. It's kind of Amazon's version of Siri. And they built the Amazon Echo, which has Alexa built in. But what they did... Which is a Bluetooth speaker and yes. a smart speaker. Yes, yeah. exactly. What they did is they opened it up to outside developers through what's called an API. Very smart. And so now yeah. anybody can have a quote, uh, quote unquote Alexa compatible device and it turns out everyone has one at CS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I think that's that's really my first big takeaway is I after attending the show I'm completely convinced that voice is going to be the new operating system. Mm. It's I think moving forward, and it's not going to happen in 2018, it's probably not going to happen in 2019, but over the next five to ten years, I think that's going to be the, the main way that we interact with devices, at least in our home, maybe not in our office, but at least around our home, everything's going to be connected, and everything's going to be able to be controlled via voice, and... So you better watch what you say in you, the future, I guess. <laughs> yeah, everything's going to be recorded <laughs> for the government. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, and Apple's way behind. Yeah, like, I know. Way behind. Yeah, well, I have the Amazon Echo, and like the they have like tens of thousands of skills, of different things that you can do with it. I definitely haven't taken advantage of all of them, but that's one way that they're behind mm -hmm. is like I mean, what it can do. Siri is still misunderstanding what I say like 85% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I might have an abusive relationship with Siri where I'm the abuser. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only, because I don't think Amazon Alexa is perfect either. No, it's definitely right. not. But the thing that they're particularly behind in is having developer support. In mm -hmm. other words, everything already ha is integrated with Alexa and, and to some degree Google Home as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Or, or Google, what is it, Google, Google Assistant? Google Assistant, yeah. yeah. So I think that both of those have so many things that are starting to integrate. So I'll give you some examples here. Uh, one of our award winners was a light switch that's Amazon Alexa, Alexa compatible. So you walk in a room and you say, turn on my light, and it'll mm. turn on. Yeah. And we'll get into that in a little bit later. There's refrigerators that are Amazon Alexa <laughs> compatible. So you can ask it, you know, do I have milk in my refrigerator? And it'll mm. answer. Uh, like and so, and you, so you can imagine an Alexa uh, compatible home and using Alexa to control all of your devices in your home and in your car, and then you think about Apple, and they're not connected to anyone else right now. And mm -hmm. they don't have an API, and they will always only work for Apple products, right? Like, they're not gonna work for if you have uh, an Android device in your home. Yeah. And so it's a really difficult position for Apple to be in. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, because a lot of these speakers are not just Alexa compatible, they are also Google compatible, and so, you can really switch between platforms. You're not totally married to one ecosystem. Right. But then Apple just really like walls us off. And and if people are really eager to be getting these uh, voice assistant things, they're really like, they're gonna go get them. They're mm -hmm. everywhere. And when the HomePod finally comes out someday, 
you know, they're going to already be t- locked into those ecosystems. Yeah, and if the HomePod comes out with Siri as is, it's not going to, like, it's just not going to work. It's I don't feel like it's even going to be on the same level as Alexa if they don't really upgrade Siri. I think that's why they've been positioning it mostly as a music player. Yeah. Like, because you're, like, personal DJ, because they can't do, it's not going to be able to do all the other things that... Alexa can do. But in defense of Apple, I do feel like they're overall they still offer a better experience. So if yes. you're like willing to stay in the ecosystem, right. you're fine. But I guess I do, you know, Siri, I agree, isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. And definitely there's frustrations there. But just overall, my experience with Apple has been better with anything else. Like setting up my Amazon Echo was kind of annoying. I agree. And it was difficult to do. Figuring out the skills. It's just yeah. not the same as Apple. I think mm-hmm. the area, I mean, if, Having followed Apple for so many years now, Apple always does this. They're always they're never the first to market with a product. They're the best to market with a product. Mm. And so it was the same thing for years. People were saying Apple's behind on smartphones. But all the smartphones that were out there were awful. And right. then iPhone came out, and it was great. And so Apple, I think, will improve Siri. They will have a good experience. Right. But where they're particularly behind is the Alexa skills. Alexa mm. has so many, has a whole ecosystem developed around it now, and Apple doesn't. When it comes out, there aren't going to be third-party skills that work with it. Right. And that takes years to develop. And I'm seeing companies like LG and Sony having already baked in Alexa, mm. and it's going to take a while for Siri to catch up to those things. And some examples of skills would be like ordering pizza from Domino's that you just say, hey, like I would like a pizza from yeah. Domino's to Alexa, <laughs> and then it's on its exactly. way. Stuff like that. Read me the news. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I get my news briefs from New York Times and different sites, you know, mm-hmm. with Alexa every day, which is really awesome. Different partnerships yeah. like that. You're right. Apple doesn't hasn't put attention on that. So we've so. got we've got a lot to cover here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to hear I want to hear what you all have to say too, Connor. This was your first ever CES. It was. What do you think? <laughs> have you survived it? I've survived <laughs> it, which is wonderful. Um, I think my biggest takeaway. I was pretty flabbergasted by the amount of work these companies put into each of their displays. Flabbergasted, good word. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Like some of them built like two-story spaces. Oh, it's nuts. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like a full-on construction zone project. Yeah, Yeah, and I think um, I read this article, I think on Apple Insider, where this guy was really cutting into, he compared CES to the Yellow Pages, saying that it was really outdated. And I felt like he kind of missed the point because I feel like we there's so much remote contact, there's so much email and this and that, but the value of being able to meet the people who mm-hmm. I work with remotely. Like, uh, I met multiple PR contacts. I've emailed them for a year, mm-hmm. and I got to meet them. Mm-hmm. And I think that is really cool. So my like biggest takeaway is the relationships that you get to develop here, I think, are invaluable both like as a business and just as a person who's interested in these things. You're right, like that face-to-face connection is still so important even though you can do so much now that like yeah. You know, now that most things are done online, I guess CES doesn't have quite the same relevance, but it still feels Epic. like it yeah, it's <laughs> changed my you know, relationship with people that I contact a lot too. Exactly. Right. But I mean, and from just the side of like the devices, um, you know, PR people are paid to make uh, their the things they're selling sound really cool, and it's really nice to actually get your hands on and try it out and mm-hmm. kind of ask the questions that they might not want to answer and avoid <laughs> totally. in their press releases and find out, you know, what you actually are excited about and do want to review and share with your readers Definitely. throughout the next year. I also think it, it kind of, you get a chance to see the people behind the products. Because one of the things we try to do is bring you the best products for yeah. your iPhone, but also the best manufactured products and hopefully from the best people. And so right. like when you're here, it's very obvious what people are using low quality manufacturing and what mm. people are using high quality manufacturing. Yeah. And you get a feel for what type of company they are. And it Definitely. does affect our coverage of like, these people are really nice people and we and these people are really not nice people. And like, if the not nice people have a great product, we'll tell you about it. But there's certain 
like yeah. it's nice to kind of see the people behind the companies and, and get a feeling for that. And I, well, you, yeah, you can tell the companies that also have a lot of pride in their products, like a lot of the speakers where they're really, they're like, come listen yeah. to these headphones. They're exactly. like, like, we'll play you from these speakers because they can really stand behind what they're doing. Whereas other ones, it's kind of like, yep. We're not going to play this for yeah. you. <laughs> no, that's a great way of saying it. It's not like these are nice people. It's like these people care, and these yes. people just made headphones because it's a thing to make money on. Yeah. And, like, the people that care inevitably make better products, and it helps to know that, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for what, sure. What were you going to say, Connor? No, you covered exactly what yeah. I was going to say. Another big trend I noticed was wireless chargers. I mean, yes. so Huge. Apple coming out with the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 10 that support wireless charging, like, all of the companies were saying, you know, Android phones have had wireless charging for a long time, but now it's universal. Everybody, whatever yeah. device you're having, is using wireless charging and, and Qi using the is same official. platform exactly. with the Qi wireless charging. So we saw a lot of cool wireless chargers and ones that are integrated into interesting other products like speakers, especially. Yeah, mm -hmm. speakers. There's some more I can't remember now, but uh, every year in the iOS world, there's like kind of a, a micro theme for a mm -hmm. while. Like when I first started coming here, it was cases. Everybody thought, I mean, cases are obviously a big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this year, definitely the theme in the iOS world was everything had a wireless charger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like even like there were some true wireless earbuds that come in a little charging case that was also yeah. You could use that wireless charger to charge your phone and yeah so that was pretty, pretty cool. cool except for that wasn't a wireless charging of your phone it wasn't no okay. you had to plug it in <laughs> well but there are, that, i mean that was like <laughs> sorry i just didn't want people to get so excited but there are i mean like yeah just like they're putting alexa in everything they're also just slapping a wireless charger on it yeah, and again, that's where it's coming here and seeing it. You can see the people that did it thoughtfully and the people that just, oh, and it has a wireless charger now. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And that's one of those things when you go around and you look, you can see some of the wireless chargers really difficult to use. They're not like a well-designed, well-manufactured mm -hmm. thing. And some of them, like some of our award winners, are really awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we'll definitely, in our blog post, we'll have links to all the products So, because you might be interested in getting some of them. It's iphonelife.com slash podcast. One last thing I wanted to mention with impressions was the LG like little yes cave tunnel we got to go yeah. through. And so they had um, they have like bendable TV screens Curved now. Curved screens. Curved, yeah. yeah. So they they made this sort of like cave like structure with their bended to, to show off how it, the screens it, could bend. Yeah, it it's amazing. A, it's an o OLED screen, which is. Uh, LG's been specializing that for a while, which is now obviously the iPhone 10 has it. It's mm -hmm. a much higher quality screen, and they're making it so thin that, like you're saying, you can literally bend it. Wow, it was and it was it's incredible. Nuts. But what's cool about bending it? That's the one thing. It was cool. The display was amazing, but what's it was like, cool? do I want a bendable TV? I, to be <laughs> honest, <laughs> I'm not totally sure. And this is where sort of like we're saying sometimes CS can be gaudy and yeah. you're not sure how it applies. Yeah. But I do th I think what's cool about it is having the ability to manufacture a really high quality screen that's that thin. So you don't have a big chunky TV in your living yeah. room. Yeah. I mean, it's literally, I, I think it's pretty close to like, I don't think it's literally paper thin, but it's figuratively paper thin. <laughs> <laughs> it's very thin Careful and that's very valuable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I want to move on to award winners. Yeah. Uh, but before we need to talk about yes, our second sponsor. And also I think we sort of skipped over Sarah. Do you have any other thoughts? I was just going to say um, that there is like a rollable TV, so you could like it just kind of like rolls up like maybe a projector screen. Yeah. And you have to have a bendable TV screen for that. Mm -hmm. And so that's pretty exciting to just have like a small, very discreet uh, thing in your living room that can just then a, like an actual TV will come out of it mm -hmm. and then just go away when you're done because TVs are often not the most attractive right. yeah. item in your living space. Yeah, it's true. Um, I've got a couple last thoughts on transit but before I get into it, you guys have any other last yeah, thoughts um, I noticed all of the speaker makers except for like maybe the ones who are like specifically in the audiophile area mm -hmm. um, are are really focusing on like rugged speakers that can be used outdoors and mm -hmm. like thrown around and mm -hmm. tossed in the water um, just a lot more like it seemed like every speaker was like had that so that's cool that speakers are becoming just much more portable. Yeah, and, and, and I would say with earbuds, too, that was another trend we saw. And we saw this last year, too. But 
wireless earbuds are taking over. Yeah. Everyone the true wireless. Has, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel Can you like, explain true wireless? Um, well, basically, a lot of the wireless headphones are actually like, or earbuds, are they're actually attached to each other with a wire. And there's often like some little thing that rests on your neck or like behind your And we your saw ears. a lot of those too. Sure. Um, but the true wireless ones, they're basically just two little ear things that are blue, like wirelessly connected to each other and your phone. Um, so you don't have to worry about any wires at all. And, Which is uh, awesome. You, you know, like sometimes I feel like I look a little bit like Frankenstein's monster <laughs> but, uh, when I'm wearing mine, but I love them so much. Okay, so a couple other thoughts I had on the show. First of all, uh, I mentioned wireless earbuds. I saw a lot of connected home stuff, and we've been seeing yeah. it for a while, but this year it felt like this was stuff that was actually coming to market and starting to come to fruition. Yeah. Uh, right. So LG, for example, had a, a refrigerator that, that uh, had uh, cameras in it, and you could... Uh, from the store check to see what was in your fridge. What? It would keep track of like when you ent- when you had stuff in your fridge, it would keep track of like when the milk's gonna go bad. Oh my goodness. And but does could, that mean you have to like scan it? You in have tears? to enter it in and it seemed impractical. But some of CES stuff is impractical now and but it's like yeah, eventually it, it's just it, yeah. Eventually it becomes more practical. But in general I, I the the connected home still actually to be honest a lot of it looks impractical for now mm-hmm. but it's coming much closer to reality right mm-hmm. they had uh, what lg was specializing in was they had a refrigerator that talked to your stove that talked to your dishwasher hmm. so like it, it could uh, the refrigerator could like tell you what you had in your fridge and and suggest a recipe which would then preheat That's the oven cool. which would then like do something with the dishwasher that I didn't really understand. But (laughs) it's happening, people. The other thing we talked about right before we started this, one thing that's always interesting is see what's missing from the show. Hmm. And what I thought was missing was VR. You're right. almost no innovations on VR. And to be fair, Oculus didn't attend. So there is innovation in the industry that isn't happening at the show. But it doesn't seem to be the kind of world beater, next level product yet that people have speculated it would become. You're right. And even like with AR, the main way I noticed it being used was the vendors themselves were using it so that customers could get a better like picture of their Which products. Was stupid. I hated that. <laughs> Sorry. It's just like, yeah, I, it's, you know, I, I can see as a marketing person why that would be so exciting to you. But as a consumer, I was just like, I don't care. Yeah, like you would hold your camera viewfinder up to a case, like uh, mm. case case, <laughs> and then it would show start showing you how like the phone was put together, the ingredients in it, and stuff like not ingredients, <laughs> the <laughs> elements, like the, the yeah. components, the components, yeah. And that was, I agree, not that exciting for the average person. But mm. all right, so let's move on to our award winners. But first, oh, let's uh, tell you about our second sponsor. Full contact, yes. yeah. So I uh, recently was upgraded to the premium full contact uh, membership. And the thing that I noticed right away, and I've just been using it in place of my regular contacts app, is it has a section where you can get rid of all duplicates. It will merge your duplicate contacts together in a way that's really effortless and do it all in one step. Like you can merge duplicates in the regular contacts app, but you have to go in one at a time it's and a do pain. it. Actually, it's, it's not a true merging. They link them. They it's link them. Yeah, really. It's the contacts app is the iPhone contacts app is terrible. So yeah, we, it really like, is. Full contact is a really good alternative. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that it does is it checks all these people's social media, like LinkedIn and Facebook and all of that. So you can go in and update information for oh, people. Nice. And so if they've changed jobs or moved well no it doesn't have addresses but even like also the photo associated with that will all update and it's funny with the photos I've noticed in the past like I'll have someone's like 10 year old Facebook <laughs> yeah, picture with their contact happens. so those two uh, features well, were ones that I really liked and can I tell you what feature I'm really appreciating while at the show yeah. yeah for free they will input cards so if you get a business card you can just 
uh, scan it with their app and they have a real person checking to make sure that that scan was accurate and then they input it into your phone and they do it all for free. Wow. So I'm gonna test the limits of this because I literally have a couple hundred cards <laughs> sitting there. And there probably is a limit to the freeness of this, uh, but it's an amazing feature for yeah. when you're doing any type of networking event. And now let's move into our award winners. Okay. Yay. We'll tell you about 15 of our favorites in yeah. this episode. You'll see the full list if you go to iphonelife.com slash podcast. So uh, let's see, first on our list we have Skosh with their Magic Mount, and we gave them an award for their whole Magic Mount line because mm -hmm. they've created wireless charging stands basically for any situation that you could possibly want a case uh, stand for. Yeah. So whether that's in your home or office, uh, they have car mounts, and they also have, uh, well, no, their car mounts, they had a few different options, like ones that would go on the dash, ones that would go like in your console, like you could mm -hmm. put it in an older car. Um, and how it works basically is you need to either have a case or a little magnet that you put on the back of your phone so that it sticks to it because it is at an angle where your phone would fall off otherwise. Uh, but and it, used qi, it uses Qi wireless charging for all of them. And they just have a really solid product lineup and we thought they were like, there were a lot of wireless chargers at the show and they had some of the best. And it was, it was very thorough. Yeah. Like every possible situation in which you might need a mount that charges, Skosh had it. Yeah. And can I tell you really what was, what kind of pushed them over the edge for me to be an award winner? was the case. So they partnered with Spec yes. on the Presidio case, which is a case we've always loved in the office. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. And they added the magnetic uh, plates in built into the case, because to me this was always the downside of the Magic Mount system was right. it's really awesome to be able to not only wirelessly charge, but to be able to mount your phone at, on, at home or especially in the car, but then you had to have a plate that you like glued on to your case or like had to deal with and now it's built into the case and it's mm -hmm. built into a very solid case that I would have used anyway. Oh uh, yeah, case I'm using right now. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's, I love that the reason we really like the Spec Presidio line in particular is because it's a very protective case that looks great. It's not mm -hmm. bulky, it doesn't scream like, I'm a rugged case that you should probably go <laughs> climb a mountain with, which is a legitimate you know, kind of case, mm -hmm. but not one that you use day to day. This one just looks good, but is also very protective and now extremely convenient for wireless charging. I do think we should pause and have that awkward conversation about editorial versus advertising because yeah. Skosh is one of our sponsors, yeah. right. so they do pay us to do sponsored content for them and they do pay us to promote their products and podcasts and things like that. We have a very church and state policy with editorial and advertising, meaning we never promise or do any form of content for somebody. Uh, in exchange for money with the exception of it being very clearly right. labeled as a sponsor. Sometimes yeah. though, the people who, who sponsor our shows also have great products that we do cover. Yeah. And this is one of those cases where some of our sponsors are award winners, but we are very yeah. clear to have that church and state line. But we yeah. like to have full disclosure as one more step for you guys. Yeah, because we don't want to exclude products that we that do uh, advertise with us just because they advertise with us that also wouldn't be fair yeah right? especially because we go out of our way to work with people in the advertising space who we also love their products yeah right. so it's always a weird line but we want to make sure you know that nobody ever pays for content unless it's clearly labeled that they it's did sponsored so content. Exactly. Yeah. so moving on we have a product from fuse chicken who wants to talk about that uh, I can talk about that um, I don't feel like there's a huge amount of, at this point, uh, like new things that you can really do with a lightning cable. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Fuse Chicken like is really great at making really rugged, awesome lightning cables. Um, and if you've ever seen them, they're kind of these bendy metal things. I mean, mm -hmm. they have other things, but that's kind of like the thing they're known for is these like sort of bendy metal. And what's cool about cables. their normal bendy <laughs> bendy metal cables is <laughs> their term there. Yeah, is <laughs> that they're stiff enough to be used as a stand as well. So you can kind of right. curl them into shapes that you can then like have standing up on your desk sort of a thing. Right. Um, but sometimes that's really inconvenient. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I really like their new product, which is called Shield. And it's basically it's a lightning cable that's 
uh, protected by chain mail, um, wow. which sounds gimmicky, but is actually awesome because it's very protective and super flexible. So if you're in a situation where like having this thing that it's really handy on your desk to use to like put your phone in different positions, but sometimes you want a cable that's more flexible, but also still very rugged and will stand up to all the abuse you put it to, this one will do it. I agree with you that when you told me you had a chain mail lightning cable, I thought it was a gimmick and I rolled my eyes. But then when I saw it, it was actually really cool because, I mean, first of all, we all know Apple makes terrible lightning cables that yeah. always fall apart. So you need a third party cable that's more rugged. Most of them are made with kind of nylon. This was like really solid, but yet still light and mm -hmm. very light. felt very flexible like a cable should. That's nice. awesome. Um, Libratone is another company. They make really high quality speakers and headphones. And I love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A few of us have Libratone speakers in our house that we've reviewed over the years. And we were really impressed with their booth this year. So we gave them two awards. One is for uh, the Free upgrade. Yes, free software up update. Speaking of Alexa taking over the world. Yeah, so yeah. now Libratone speakers are Alexa compatible. And, and so if I think the distinction is like if you already own a Libratone Zip speaker yeah. here in the next, I think, month or February, so, February, February, they're going to give you a free software update to include Alexa. Yeah, because right. a lot of the speakers we saw that did include Alexa, it was only the most recent. Like, right. you had to buy the new one in order mm -hmm. to get Alexa. Now, now uh, and if you guys listen to the podcast, you know I love the, the Libertone Zips. I have them in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. I, li I use them all the time. And so I'm really excited about it. One distinction, though, is it doesn't have the Hey Alexa right. yeah. feature because right. there's no mics built into the to it. So you have to double tap on the top of the speaker to use it, which is still very functional, very yeah. useful, and really awesome that they're giving it to, for free to existing con customers, which yeah. we loved. But they are coming out with a, one a zip that does have a speaker or a mic built in so that you can do the Hey Alexa stuff, which is really nice because then it's hands free. Yeah. Yeah. So the other product that they came out with that we gave uh, an award to is the Track Plus. Oh, and man. these are wireless in-ear headphones. They're not true wireless, like Sarah just explained before, because they do have something that sits on your neck. But what? they were amazing. Like, you really had to try them on. This is one of the stands where booths where they want to have you listen, because yes. they have such amazing audio that you really have to experience it. This, and you're usually really impressed. This was my favorite favorite product in our like iOS haul. Wow. It was my absolute favorite. It had adjustable um, noise cancellation. That was the big mm -hmm. one. It was yeah. A, noise canceling, which I don't think I saw from any other wireless, no. and B, it auto adjusted it, which I yeah. don't see very often. It was really and the, the band, like you know these bands that they put to, to secure these two earbuds, a lot of the time they're like thick and plastic mm -hmm. and they're really uncomfortable. It's where they put the battery usually so that it's like big and chunky. Exactly. Yeah. And theirs was so light and so like perfectly for like supple. <laughs> it was amazing. I was so impressed. <laughs> they felt really good in your ears. And it had an eight hour battery which is yeah. really good for earbuds of that you know, right. like that type. Usually it's like six would be exactly. considered pretty good. Um, and yeah, I guess the noise canceling is something that usually they would have to make it a lot bigger. They're explaining that to us. Like you right. have to make the connecting part bigger and usually inflexible to exactly. get the, that kind of battery and the noise canceling all into that. So um, yes, Libertone was definitely on our favorites list. <laughs> As usual. They also just, they're a Scandinavian company and they're known for their Scandinavian design and they just really well designed, mm -hmm. sleek yeah, really looking nice. products. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Polaroid, I really liked their product uh, this year, which is the Polaroid Pop Wi-Fi yeah. camera. And so this is something, like, I've I've long loved Polaroids. I think they're a really <laughs> fun thing, like, at a party yeah, or with friends totally. to take a picture and then be able to see it right there. I and feel like every party I go to that you're involved with, I generally get a picture, a Polaroid picture of me taken. <laughs> yeah, I should always have this going. Yeah, and so, but the trade-off with Polaroid is that it's really, it sucks to not have a digital version of that. Like, exactly. a lot of times with Polaroids, I'll literally, like, take a picture of it with my iPhone, but there's usually some glare and it's not that high quality. So this, it both prints something out immediately when you take a picture with the Polaroid Pop, but then it also keeps a digital copy, and if you're connected to the same Wi-Fi network, 
on the camera as well as on your iPhone. You can just open up the app on your iPhone and all the pictures are there. Yeah. And you can also like customize what the framing looks like and write on it and stuff like that. That I probably wouldn't do that much, but it's a fun feature for some people. I think yeah. one of the signs of a, of a good product is when you hear about it, it seems so obvious that you're kind of annoyed that it hadn't existed already. True. And yeah. that's how I feel about this. It's like, of course they should do that. Of course that's what I want in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I really want one. <laughs> Um, next up, we have the Jabra 65T Elites. I feel like David or Sarah should talk about this because they both love Jabra. Yeah, headphones. I think Sarah's their biggest advocate, maybe, <laughs> in the world, so you can tell it. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I I have the, the uh, previous iteration of the Jabra Elite... Elite Sport. Elite Sport, right, and um, I... I use those almost daily to work out, and they're really comfortable, and they stay in my ears, and everyone, like, my workout buddies are jealous, and uh, <laughs> and so there's a this is a new iteration, um, and but also you know those are pretty expensive earbuds, mm-hmm. and um, and not everyone needs the sports aspect or not you know there's like certain features like the heart rate monitor that not everyone uses because a lot of us also have fitness trackers, mm-hmm. and so uh, Jabra created ones that you know, have better mics for just like day-to-day use that aren't necessarily for working out. And then there's a sport version that doesn't have the uh, heart rate monitor. And so, but they still are, you know, the same awesome earbuds. Yeah, I think what we loved about Jobber, because I also use them when I work out too, and I love them, is that they're very light and they're mm-hmm. very reliable. A lot of the problems with the truly wireless earbuds is that they tend to have connectivity issues, right. whereas these didn't. But I agree with you that I didn't care at all about the heart rate monitor because I had my Apple Watch, or they had a few other sensors that I, I really didn't care about. And so I, if I were a consumer who were buying this, would not have wanted to pay the $220 that it cost me to get all those extra features. So they came out with two that now start, I think, uh, it's around $150. So significantly cheaper, still have all the great things I loved about it. Like they're actually even lighter mm-hmm. and have a better mic. Uh, and they have a they they have one version that's I think maybe 180 that has a sweat proof that's still sport but doesn't have I'm not paying extra for the features I didn't care about so it's really right. rounding out their line for a product we already loved. Yeah, I think that was a theme too. Now I'm thinking about it. A lot of companies wanting to like have a product for every possible type of person in every different situation. And and sometimes that's annoying to me, but with Jabra, I was happy. Yeah. Well, I I appreciate it with the the earbuds and headphones because a lot of them are kind of really expensive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a big investment. Right. And, And so it's great that these companies are really doing their best to try and like balance the price with like high quality audio so because it makes a huge difference like the apple airpods are you know they're not that great and yeah. uh and so it's nice to like be able to switch that out with an affordable but good pair of headphones mm-hmm. this is a good segue into our next product <laughs> the catalyst airpod case <laughs> i have to put in a little word of defense i was for the waiting AirPod. for donna <laughs> to well, get defensive to be honest i was actually should have said earbuds the uh, Okay. Yeah, it's true. The, Go ahead, Donna. The, tell us how much you love them. <laughs> the earpods that come with the iPhone, with the iPhone, are not that great. It's true. Um, I actually love them. Okay, they're not terrible, but they're not great. Uh, <laughs> I have the AirPods. I'm wrong. And I really, <laughs> I really enjoy how seamlessly they connect to your phone. I like that you can use Find My iPhone to keep track of them. Yeah. So they have some great features. I have. I, I don't think they're like the best audio ever. Mm-hmm. And I think that the like wireless technology. Still, yeah, I've noticed some issues with the wireless quality for different types of music that I've listened to. But overall, I do love them, but they are hard to keep track of. Mm -hmm. Hence, Catalyst came out with an AirPod case that Connor wants to tell us about. Yeah, this, if you have AirPods, I feel like you just have to get this case. It's, it's, It's made of silicone, and it hugs your AirPod case. And I think it's brilliant because it's, um, waterproof uh, for up to a meter or 3.3 feet, drop proof up to four feet, and it's snug, so you don't want to have to take it off, and they designed it so that you never have to. You just like fold the flap down, and then you can get access to your AirPods, or at the bottom there's a little um, port access so you can charge it. And, and it has an included carabiner, so you can clip it onto something and not worry about 
where your AirPods case is. Can mm. I tell you what feature I actually really loved about it? Hmm. That they have a glow-in-the-dark version. Yes! It sounds like 90% of the time, glow-in-the-dark just is a gimmick and annoys right. me. But in this case, I'm always looking for the little like headphones on the bottom of my backpack. Yes. And if they glowed in the dark, I think <laughs> I'd find them easier. Yeah, I mean, I actually have a confession to make. I'm not 100% sure where my AirPods are right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, you need Only the they glowed in the dark, Donna. <laughs> catalyst case in advance because it is they make it like Apple always makes things really beautiful like it's this like mm -hmm. white case very sleek that's really like slippery like so it like, slips out of your hand and it's like tiny beautiful like dental floss <laughs> yeah it looks like a little floss container it's really true so I could really use one of these I'm still convinced that it's somewhere in my house or at work <laughs> okay. and you can just total side note you can make the case beep right to find it? Well, it's out of battery. Oh, so, no. So, no. And it, apparently, I thought it was going to show you your last known location, but it wasn't. And oh, find my that's iPhone so out. frustrating. So, okay, anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah, moving, <laughs> moving right along. To Belkin. Belkin's another company that we gave to a line of products. Yes. Mm -hmm. and this is their Boost Up wireless charging line. Yeah. I feel like, Sarah, you were a big fan. Um, I am a big fan because, especially when a new product, like, sort of type of product comes out, uh, like... I mean, like, wireless charging has been around for a while, but now it's, like, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are coming out with them. Mm -hmm. But often, like, just making it work takes priority over the design. Right. Um, you know, Belkin already, you know, is, like, great with charging. And, and they also are great with making things look good. And they really did a good job combining that. Um, there's the... The Belkin Boost Up wireless charging pad that you may have seen if you watched the Apple iPhone announcement. They were very last early ball. in the wireless charging but, space. Um, but they also have like a, a dual charging pad so you could charge two devices or, and this is really cool, you can charge your an iPhone and an Android device. So if you know, if someone in your life is just <laughs> clueless and using Android <laughs> instead of iPhone, you guys can uh, charge together. And the, the impressive thing to me about the line is that, you know, they were explaining up to 10 watts charging doesn't generally mean that everything in between is taken care of. And mm -hmm. what Belkin did that I didn't hear anybody else talk about is they had it where it detected which device you were putting onto the charging pad so that it would provide the wattage that device required. Yeah, so a lot of Android phones charge at nine watts. The iPhone 10 charges at seven and a half watts. Right. And it, it makes a difference. Uh, and so detecting which one and charging that and being able to support both is mm -hmm. really nice. I think Belkin is one of those companies to me of, as an example of what we were talking about earlier, where we saw so many wireless chargers uh, and it's really hard when you're just looking online to tell online to tell the difference. But when you're here, you can tell who ha who had the passion. You can yeah. tell who lovingly crafted it, who thought out the product really well, and who's just jumping on the bandwagon with a cheap product. Right, mm -hmm. and and For these sure. look great. So in addition to the dual ones, there's one that's like a stand, and there's another I love like those ones. there's there's a more charging pads that are like look really nice. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so. Basically, you can have an awesome charging experience while also having something that looks good in your home or office. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we chose the Boost Up line. Yeah, I really noticed ahead of the show, like online, everyone's just talking about Belkin's original wireless charger and Mophie. I feel like we're the big yeah. ones people are recommending for iPhone users. And they're just like really plain. They're fine, like white mm -hmm. and black ones. And these definitely make it like it'll be like a nice part of any setting. Absolutely. Yes. Um, next up, we have LifeProof with their Aquaphonics speaker. Connor, you were you were a big, big this advocate was my for this one. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. It's uh, I love LifeProof because it, like the name says it all. It's LifeProof. And these speakers are the same. It's like dirt proof, snow proof, waterproof, dust proof. And what's unique about the line to me is there's there's one for everybody. You have the AQ9, AQ10, and AQ11. And the nine is like the, uh, with a built-in carabiner, you clip it on, you're good to go. It's like the size Small. of, if you're old enough to remember this, it's the size of like a Walkman, basically. Exactly. <laughs> uh, an AQ10 is like the mid-range, and it has a, 
a built-in storage at the bottom of it so you can put your credit cards and your keys and also keep those dry and safe. Um, they all float. The AQ10 has an even larger built-in dry box so that you can put your phone in there too. Um, so it's just if you are the type of person that's going to be at a party or um, outside hiking, there is an aquaphonic speaker that's going to fit whatever outdoor activity with music that you need. That was an awesome description. <laughs> iDevices, they're another company that had a cool product that David wants to tell us about. Yeah, well, I alluded to them a little bit earlier as the product uh, that had Alexa built in. Uh, so yeah. basically, we saw one of the trends we saw was a ton of ho smart home products. Mm -hmm. And they just, to me, stood out as doing it really well. They have a whole line of smart home products. But the thing that really stood out was they had built in Alexa into some products that were, uh, I didn't see elsewhere. So they had a smart light switch that had Alexa built, built directly into it. Because one of the things that's annoying about smart home products, I have some in my home and I have to like, like I have a, a space heater and when I want to turn it on, I have to take out my phone and I have to like open up HomeKit and turn it on or I can like with the Siri turn it on uh, but that's kind of, it, it takes several steps right. when you just want to turn on a stupid heater. <laughs> and if somebody else is in your home who wants to turn on that heater, it's even more complicated. With this, because it's built in, anybody in the room can be, can just say, yeah. turn on the space heater and it'll just turn on. Well, in this that's case, awesome. it'll be turn on the light. But yeah. you get the idea. It's right. just being able to use your voice and have that built in and removing the phone from that interaction really makes a big difference. So I, I thought agree. that was really exciting. Yeah. I have to mention the Ember Cup. Yes. <laughs> That's a product that I picked out. Um, it is, Ember has had a, a to-go mug for a while, and now they have like a really nice porcelain coffee cup. Mm. And this, or it's not a coffee cup. Really, the, the whole point of the product is that you can put any hot liquid in it, and through their app on the iPhone, you can tell it what, what it is, whether it's like a certain kind of tea or coffee, and set it at the temperature you want, and it will keep it that way. That's so cool. I know. We're all like big coffee lovers here. <laughs> so I feel like, and I do, at, at the office, my my coffee gets cold a lot. Yeah, and I hate all the that. time. So keeping it nice and toasty for me, I, I'm like definitely going to be asking for a review, for a review <laughs> unit of that to test out at I feel home. like CES is, is the ultimate, like, Solutions for first world problems. I know, I know. Don't you hate it when your coffee gets cold? I know. Our lives are so hard. I know. Speaking of which, Sarah, you were a big fan of this uh, smart cycling helmet that also seemed like a first world product. I mean, yeah, uh, a lot of people like to listen to music or, you know, make calls on their phone or whatever while they're cycling, and that's kind of dangerous, mm -hmm. even more than running with earbuds in, which oh, I confess so I do dangerous. all the time. I fell off my bike once trying to do something on my bike. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, at the... As David, David died laughs, laughing. He's like, of course you did. No, yes. Also, I'm just laughing how this episode just turned into, like, Confessions by Donna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you guys want to hear about yes, this? Yes. So it has um, this technology. Uh, I've only really, I mean, I know it's been around for a while, but it's it's often used uh, in like hearing aid situations because it's basically through vibration um, through your bones in your skull. That sent you can hear the sound, which is way less creepy than it sounds. It's actually <laughs> totally normal. I feel like all of us yeah. like got a disturbed look yeah. on our face. I, I described it. it badly. I'm like the actual name of like the bone. It, it, no, yeah, it definitely audio. even the real names creep me out. But when you right. use it, it just feels like you're listening to music from like a weird location. So well. Yeah, it works. But, and it, but it leaves your ears completely free to really hear your surroundings. And also there's, you know, you don't have to like take your hands off the handlebar to mess with like different things. There's an actual remote that clips on your handlebars so you can turn on the safety lights on the helmet. You can take calls and make calls and change your music without, because that's just so dangerous, like messing yeah, with things. Yeah. Um, You're making and, me want one. <laughs> and, and it's also just a really good bike helmet because that's like, important. let's be honest, that's really Protect important. Our heads here. So, um, yeah, so I thought it was a great product that a lot of people would find really useful. And it was called the Koros Omni. Sorry, I didn't share the name with you guys. Um, I, also, by the way, we are going to write a full roundup of all of these products. So if you're listening yes. along at home, first of all, a lot of them aren't out yet. So yeah, sometimes these are products well, coming actually, out in 2018. This one, this one is. 
if you order it today, you can get like a huge discount. There's oh, wow. like a discount going on through Friday uh, the 12th. So especially if you're part of a cycling club, get on that uh, on cool. Indiegogo. But okay. otherwise, like we'll be publishing our write-up next week and you're out of luck. Sorry. Yeah. So Zag is, has a screen protector that we like all thought of David as soon as we heard about it because <laughs> it's the Zag Invisible Shield and it has a screen protector for both the front and back of your yes. iPhone. Yes. And so David for so long has hated using a case and just refused to until his phone shattered. Until I shattered it like several times within a month. Yeah. <laughs> and then I gave up. Yeah. <laughs> so this one, well, I'm really excited because I think, well, well, I'm sure you're going to use it, right, David? Uh, you know, I to be honest, I'm not sure that I, I, I've just been a little bit traumatized. I'll, I'll probably take the plunge. Okay. Because yeah. I do, I, I, for years, I went without a case and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> uh, and You're basically, older and I had now. a glass screen protector. I'm seasoned. I had a glass <laughs> screen protector on the front and the back of my phone was metal. And so if I dropped it, I'd get a couple scratches sometimes on the back. But my front of my front screen was protected by glass screen protector, and I'm somebody, as you can tell by my confessions of breaking my phone, I drop my phone a lot, like more than average. When you guys say, <laughs> uh, and so like it's it's a it works well, and so this has a glass screen protector in the front, but also it has a protection for the back. Was mm -hmm. it glass or was it something else? Yes. I think it is glass, but it like the key is that it's 360, so your edges are protected yes. and it's like the edges are reinforced to ensure that if it like hits a corner it doesn't just Yeah. Go, yeah. Exactly. And so I am pretty tempted to give it a shot. Uh, I'll win, see if Connor breaks her phone. Uh, but I, for the iPhone, you're welcome. For the iPhone 10 with the glass back, I've, I've been using a case, and this is a solution for an iPhone 10 that does protect it. Right. The other thing that makes me a little nervous is like the screens are so much more expensive now. Right. But still, really awesome to have a solution that isn't a case. I agree. All right, two more products to cover for you guys. We have the Remo Plus Door Cam, which Sarah and I both thought was really cool because. We've had a lot of smart home products sent to us that really require like getting professionals to your house, helping you switch things like, you know, doorknobs out, yeah. light switches and all this stuff that's, it's a, like, it's a big pain in the ass basically. And this, uh, you just set over your door and it's a security camera. So all you have to do is literally place it over your door. And I, I am excited to see a product as easy to use as that. And I'm hoping that more will be coming out on the market because I want a smart home, but I right. don't want to have to put in that much work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not actually that hard to install a, a lock or doorknob as long as you can use the existing uh, holes and stuff that are there. So yeah. Still a cool Hard. product, Sarah. Still a cool product. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, I'm pretty sure you picked this one out with me. But uh, oh, I definitely did. Because... Hard is relative. Well, and if you live in an apartment instead right. of owning a home, you yeah. can't do a lot yeah, of the things. Totally. That, that's that was a big thing that I liked about it. The All last right. product I'll let you guys talk about, because I didn't get to see it, but it was the blood pressure smartwatch. Yeah. Omron. It was impressive. It was very impressive because, you know, First of all, they were certified by the FDA, mm -hmm. so it was very accurate. And they've been in the blood pressure, they have blood pressure cuffs for, I think they said 30 years, right. so they're really experts in this. And it's a smartwatch as well, so it's not just a blood pressure monitor, it looks elegant. Yeah, it's it's not as sleek as an Apple Watch, but it's still surprisingly sleek given that it's also a blood pressure Yeah, you, you don't look at it and go, oh, that's a medical device. Uh -huh. You just go, oh, they have a smartwatch, which mm -hmm. I feel like if you're someone who needs to monitor your blood pressure on a regular daily basis, you don't want to walk around with some chunky thing that's like clearly a medical device. You want to just yeah. feel good about what you're wearing. And you also, most importantly, totally. want to be able to measure your blood pressure throughout the day, and yes. you don't want to have to carry around a blood pressure cuff with you. Right. But it has to be accurate. And it and has it, yeah. to be accurate, and this is all of the above. It's right. FDA certified from a really reputable company, and it also functions as a smartwatch. Right. Uh, so it, we were very impressed by that. Uh, I think lastly, we just want to give a question of the week, and that would be, which of the products named are you most excited about? So email podcasts at iphonelife.com, 
and let us know which of the products we mentioned for our awards you think is the coolest and that you might be interested in buying. Or if we missed any, if you, I'm sure a lot of you guys are following the CES coverage right. uh, in kind of seeing yeah. all the products. Of course, we're very focused on the iPhone space, but any products that we missed that are particularly exciting to you, let us know, podcast at iphonelike.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks everyone. everyone.